When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Bobcat Sports Network from Learfield, this is Cat Chat with Danny Sprinkle and Trisha Benford, presented by Montana's Rib and Chop House. Here's the voice of the Bobcats, Keaton Galogli. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of Cat Chat. We are live at Montana's Rib and Chop House, and we've got a 4-0 weekend to discuss as uh, Montana State, both on the men's and the women's side, taking care of business uh, against Portland State and Sac State. Both teams are sitting at 8-2 and two in the big sky right now with the women in first place and the men right behind that uh, Eastern Washington Eagles club. And uh, today we'll talk, of course, with uh, head coach Trisha Binford. We'll chat with uh, Cola Badbear. She'll be our guest on the women's side. We'll chat with uh, Jabril Bello as well. And uh, right now we are joined by Danny Sprinkle. Coach, how we doing? How we feeling? Doing great. Anytime you can go 2-0 on the weekend. And like I said, with the ladies going 4-0, it's, it's always a great day to be a cat. No doubt, and uh, kind of through the uh, through the looking glass, if you will, that January was uh, a grind. That was yes, a lot it of travel. Is. It always is. I know they all even out. Everybody plays the same amount of road games as they do home games. But really, there's only there was only one home weekend, and that was the home weekend that was bookended by my, uh, the trip to Idaho. So yes. just uh, haven't really had a true weekend. And these this weekend this is the first time with uh, students in town. We'll have some Big Sky games at home. Yeah, you know it's good. We had great. You know, crowds, even, you know, the Weber State and Idaho State game and even the Eastern and Idaho. Uh, but those, you know, when we get our students there on that baseline and, and get this place rocking, you know, I expect a, you know, I expect and uh, I'll be disappointed if it's not. We've had a great season so far and uh, we got great leadership and, and they deserve to have that place packed. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, right in the thick of the race. So uh, Eastern Washington, once again, they did win both of their games this weekend. So they're at 10-0. and 0, yep. And uh, Montana State sitting at 8-2. and 2, And, hey, you just kind of got to hang with it. They're, uh, they're actually going to Sacramento State next weekend. And we obviously were just there. That is a tough place to play. And that Sac State team is much better than they were last year. Yeah, you know, Coach Patrick, you know, their new coach, you know, he brought in, you know, probably five or six, you know, high-level transfers. And uh, they're very good. You know, they hadn't lost a game. Uh, you know, at home all year. Right. And, yeah, have a, uh, you know, a Cracker Jack box. You know, I mean, it only seats, <laughs> you know, 1,200 people. But I'll tell you what, I mean, it, it was rocking. It's the loudest place we played in conference. You know, it was louder than Montana. And, uh, you know, it's so small that their noise just ricochets right off the roof. And, you know, they've, they've done a great job in the way they, they play their style. Like, their fans get into it. No doubt. All right, well, let's, uh, let's start getting into some of these ball games. Let's start with the, uh, the Portland State. Uh, Montana State wins this one 75 to uh, 66 and uh, really felt like this game we got a chance to 
the uh, the depth on full display. Yes. Real Bello got hurt, which we'll talk about uh, in a little bit. Um, you know, Darius Brown had some tough fouls. You know those yeah. games for him but even though he was coming off that game where he dominated at montana he didn't have to carry the team and we got to see robert ford caleb fuller uh great osabor all have great games they they played tremendous you know i thought caleb was tremendous all day you know especially offensively he was you know driving the ball they're hard to play against it's you know like i said it's organized chaos they just they trap they run they're super athletic uh they make the game different than you know pretty much any other game you play and so our guys did a tremendous job taking care of the basketball uh, but I thought, you know, even though Jabril only played in the first half, like he dominated in the first half, you know, especially early on, got us off to a great start, uh, which we needed, and, and it carried us through. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Bello in this ball game only had the chance to play about uh, 12 minutes, but had 11 points, two assists, yeah. two steals. Um, so a really full line as he ended up with the cut in between his fingers. And we'll talk about it with Jabril, but a couple of stitches in that game and still was able to play against Sac State. But what it did allow was Great Osabor to kind of step into the spotlight. This was his first career D1 double-double. He had the one yep. against Northwest Indian College, but 17 points in this one, 10 rebounds, and he had double-figure scoring uh, the following game. Sacramento State and I know he got to four fouls in both of these games but it did seem like he did a nice job of staying on the floor and making some big plays when it counted he did you know you can always count on him to be in foul trouble you know <laughs> but he's he's young uh he's just a young pup learning and he's he's getting better and better and better uh but he you know he actually had, he had two really good two really good and uh he's hard to guard down there you know he's big and he spins he's got really good feet and uh we're gonna need that you know we're gonna need him to continue to be good down the stretch yeah, tell me a little bit about his kind of balance of finesse and power because I felt like in this game there were a couple of times where maybe he really could have, like, gone super hard to the rack or tried to get that big yeah. highlight reel play, but instead we saw a little more of that touch, that finger roll from him. What did mm -hmm. you see in that, that power finesse balance that he has? Yeah, he does. You know, he, he's for how big he is, he's pretty low to the ground. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times when he gathers, he doesn't jump very high. I don't know why because he can just go up and dunk it. Uh, like Jabril, when he spins – He's two feet above the rim, <laughs> where Great's two feet below the rim. Right. And he's got a 7-3 wingspan. Like, he should be dunking that. Uh, but he's got, he's got great touch, and he almost uses it to, you know, jump into defenders to create space so he can, you know, use his finger rolls. And, uh, you know, he's a little different because he, he loves shooting with his left hand, even though he's right-handed. You know, he's really good in the, in the post of his left hand. Uh, Caleb Fuller was the absolute star. You kind of mentioned him a little bit already, yep. but 18 points from Fuller, 7 of 11 from the field. Uh, even at the end of this game, this was such a tight game down the stretch, and there was that long sequence. Battle had a couple of big plays, then Fuller got a stop defensively, came back, hit that fall-away spinning Huge. jumper on the left side. I mean, that type of sequence, that's that's how you win ball games in these close contests. No question. We showed film on Monday, you know, of both games, but, you know, a lot of it was effort plays, you know, whether it was Robert Ford or Great or Caleb getting an offensive rebound or Jabril, like, and then making the, you know, getting an and one after that. Like, those are demoralizing plays when they happen. And so, you know, we even got, you know, a couple stops and transition threes, which are backbreakers. And so, you know, we got to continue to do that. And, and uh, you know, we got we to gotta play harder than anybody that we play against. You know, that's, that's the main part of it in February where players make plays and, uh, and your effort needs to exceed your opponents. Uh, also, a lot of fans from uh, Montana State were there. That was a huge crowd. How many tickets? Awesome. How many tickets were out for Bobcat fans in that game? In Portland, yeah. Yeah, I mean we were we were sold out. I mean I get tons of texts on the road. It's awesome. You yeah. know, I mean people are excited. They're they're driving from a long way. You know, there was people driving three hours to come to Sacramento. You know, to watch us play. And so it's good that we got that you know excitement back with Bobcat basketball, and and we need it. You know, especially in places like that, and to win on the road, and for our guys to see how important it is to. You know, Bobcat alumni and Bobcat fans around the country is huge. Well, expectations are changing. You're a yep. part of that. Jabril Bello is a big part of that. We'll talk to him in a little bit. But first, we're going to take a timeout, and when we get back, we'll stay with head coach Danny Sprinkle. We'll dive into that win at Sacramento State. we got more of the uh, Ribbon Chop House uh, Cat Chat coming up in just a moment. So, But first, we're taking a break. This is Cat Chat presented by Learfield. For every peak, valley, and plateau, for every mishap and every adventure, for every Montanan in every season of life, Bozeman Health is here to deliver care with quality, compassion, and respect. Because we see you as more than the patient you are today, we look to what's on the horizon for you and our community over the decades to come. That's care beyond care. Well beyond Bozeman Health. Have you missed the familiar sounds of a Montana State basketball game? The squeaking of sneakers? 
or the fans cheering, you know you want to be there. You know you need to be there. Conoco is here to get you there. So jump in your car, fill up at Conoco, and be part of the winning experience. Don't forget to download and use the My Conoco app to save. Conoco. Choose Go. Proud sponsor of the Montana State Bobcats. With friendly customer service and an outstanding location near Montana State University in the base of the Bridger Mountain Range, Country Inn & Suites by Radisson is the perfect place to begin your Bozeman adventure. Country Inn & Suites offers a hot and delicious Be Our Guest breakfast buffet each morning. Free Wi-Fi is available throughout the property, and we have a business center and meeting rooms. Our indoor pool and hot tub is a great way to relax after a day of fun, and the on-site fitness center will keep your workout goals on track. We have spacious king and double queen suites with a full-size sleeper sofa available, and every room in Country Inn & Suites is smoke-free. Reserve your room today. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. You don't need a reason now that Sausage McMuffin with Egg is on the buy one, get one for a dollar menu. Limited time offer. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Check out their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Shop in-store at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com for everything you need to cheer on your Bobcats. Universal Athletic, a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Go Cats! The Gallatin Valley is thriving, and Bozeman is not only a destination for families to live, work, and play, it's also a destination for business. The Bozeman Area Chamber of Commerce is a great way to get involved in Bozeman's thriving business community. The Bozeman Chamber Economic Partnerships assist existing business through expansion, grows new companies in our community, and attracts fresh opportunities for Gallatin County. Bozeman, our community, a jewel among the Northern Rockies. For more information, go to bozemanchamber.com. Hello, tomorrow. We may not know exactly what you've got in store for us, for our routines and our normals. But here's the thing. Turns out, we've got this. We haven't seen everything, but we have seen ourselves be more ready for whatever you bring than we thought we would be. So when it comes to tomorrow, bring on the day. First Interstate, built for you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Visit us at firstinterstate.com. back at Montana's Ribbon Chop House for Cat Chat. At Montana's Ribbon Chop House, our staff is dedicated to creating extraordinary experiences that raise the bar in each of our communities. Enjoy premium steaks, fresh seafood, award-winning baby back ribs. We look forward to sharing a little Rocky Mountain hospitality with you. I'm Keaton Galoli alongside head coach uh, Danny Sprinkles, a 4-0 weekend between the men and the women. And right now we're talking about the second win this weekend for the men. They take down Sacramento State 72-65. And, Coach, this was a fascinating basketball game for two reasons in my mind. A, there was one lead change in this game, and that yep. came with about 15 minutes to go or maybe 13 minutes to go in the first half. After they had a strong run, you guys took the lead in the middle of that first half, and you never relinquished it despite some big scoreboard pressure from them at the end of the game. Yeah, you know, we, we, we played really well, especially, you know, that last 15 minutes of the first half. You know, but I thought it all started with, you know, obviously Jabril Bello. You know, Ray, Raekwon and Darius were scoring it, but the screens that he was setting – and the energy that he played with defensively. He got a big steal and a dunk. But offensively, the activity that he played with in setting screens, he, he got us like five wide-open jump shots. They got those two guys going. You know, Raekwon doesn't score 32 without that. And so, you know, I thought that was huge. Obviously, we need those guys to make those shots. <laughs> but uh, I thought we played with tremendous, you know, energy that game. So the other interesting point in this game, I think, is it's just it, it was such a departure from the style of basketball we see everywhere across every level. Yep. Montana State went four of eight from three, and Sac State went four of nine from three. That may be like one of the fewest three-point field goal attempts by two teams in a game across the entire nation. Like you just don't see that much these no, days. No, you, you don't. You know, especially yeah, you see a bunch of threes and layups, right. and 
Uh, I mean, thank goodness they only made four and, and that we finally, you know, shot a good percentage. Right. Well, and really overall, it was actually a pretty good weekend for you yeah. guys uh, from the three-point line. I mean, you ended up hitting two over those, or ten over those two games and yep. uh, shot close to 50%. So even though it wasn't a lot of threes taken, it did just kind of feel like, all right, this is all you need in order to yep. keep hitting some shots from downtown. It was, and we were taking good shots. You know, both games, you know, there wasn't too many shots that, you know, you could classify as a bad shot or a rush shot. And, you know, that's why our percentages were really good. We got the ball inside, which is our game, and we got to the free throw line a lot. You know, and especially when you have a lead in the last five minutes, you know, you're putting pressure on the opponent to foul you, and guys did a tremendous job knocking down free throws. Yeah, Raekwon Battle leading the way in that battle this weekend went 15 for 15 from the free throw line. That is impressive stuff. And I don't know that I ever feel anybody quite, like I'm never feeling as confident as I do when Raekwon battles at the line for those free throws. They almost never even hit the rim. They, they don't, you know, and he, yeah, he's, he's a tremendous shooter. You know, I start to feel that way about all of our guys, you know. Uh, Jabril, Darius is shooting in the high 80s. Like, I don't expect him to ever miss, to be honest. Like, you know, when it does, it's kind of a shock to me. <laughs> yeah, 24 of 28 in this game from the free throw line, and particularly in that second half, 20 of 24. And uh, Raekwon Battle was the closer in this ballgame. He had 12 points in the final five minutes on his way to a career high. 32 points did a lot of that at the free throw line uh got to the line a ton as we mentioned 12 of 12 but i think the the biggest kind of action play he had was that one where he came off the screen from osabor kind of weaved his way into the yeah. lane he got their big man up in the air and he adjusted in the air so he got mccallum to uh or mccray to kind of commit in the air and because yep. raekwon levitates instead yeah, of gels, being, being, he kind of exactly. adjusted there uh, that was just a magical little layup he did that was the uh you know it was kind of a side out of bounds play or actually was out of a timeout and we were going to run that play against man because they they had never shown zone all year and they came out and they went zone because there's about 20 seconds left on the shot clock and it's good because it's a play you can run against zone too and so our guys just ran it and uh great set a great screen and obviously you know Raekwon is kind of like that Jordan play back in the day where he went up with one hand and finished yes. with the other but like that's how long he hung in the air and it was a huge play because I think it was a three or a four point lead for us at that time yep and it got us up to five or six right and then they continued to put the pressure mm -hmm. on Chappelle had the uh the three free throws but missed one or uh, one or two out of that um which which should never even been called right yeah and yeah. I don't mind saying it it was yeah yeah it you went back and, they went back and reviewed it in the moment <laughs> yeah it was an it was it was an illegal screen that you know dang near broke Robert Ford's nose and he got called for three free throws so, yeah, that's, uh, that was one of those games for sure. That is. was <laughs> it is what it is. But, you know, hey, look, you, you know, those are the things that happen, and it is frustrating, but change it in the moment no. in a close game. You can't let your head sink and, and drop in those moments. Yep, and, and luckily we had a big enough lead, you know, and they missed the first one and then uh, made the next two. Uh, we did a great job offense getting the ball, uh, you know, in, and we got it up to Ray, and he got fouled. Yep, and he went, of course, and knocked down those uh, – down those free throws but still even at the end of the game what did it come down to after you hit your free throws after you hit your shots yep. you had to get some stops and this game essentially ended when Ford and Battle teamed up for a steal, steal. kind of on that left side I mean Robert Ford's defense this entire weekend really seemed to stand out yeah he, he was tremendous you know even though he didn't score at Portland State uh, or make a shot from the field you know he had I think five assists and one turnover yep but his you know his defense and he had like three steals that he pitched up to great Osabar Raekwon for dunks uh, and he did the same thing at, at Sac State. And so even though he's not getting credit for the points, they're directly affiliated with him and his defensive presence. Yeah, you know, he was a guy you told a story about earlier this two, uh, this year, too, when he thought he had played worse than he did. And you were yes. like, no, no, this is a much better game than you think it is. Uh, can you provide a little insight on how you evaluate some of these guys beyond the points and the field goal percentage, things that maybe fans aren't able to notice or keep track of? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what we do as coaches. You know, we know. Like I said, Raekwon scored 32 points, and it was great. He scored 32. But he doesn't get those 32 points without Jabril screens, without Robert Ford getting a steal and throwing it up to him so he can dunk it, uh, with us breaking our press offense and we throw it to him and he gets, he gets fouled and he gets rewarded for that. And so it's always a team effort, and, uh, you know, Raekwon knows that. And there's lots of times where Jabril scores because of teams, you know, double-teaming Raekwon or Darius. And so that's why you got to have multiple weapons and, and we're very fortunate to have, you know, really good offensive players. Yeah. So do you find kind of like uh, when you do show players something outside of the flashy stats that now once you tell them it's important, they start to kind of embrace that a little bit? Is that something that kind of happens? Oh, yeah. You know, we, we show it on film, uh, you know, every Monday following the games. Like, you know, Sam Leck a lot. Yes, you know, he had he some only, big He moments. only played, 
you know, four minutes in one of those games, he had two huge offensive rebounds. Uh, he boxed out their kid, Mawain, at Sac State and drew, the, drew his fifth foul. Yep. He got a huge offensive rebound and drew a foul on their big guy, McCray. And those are huge plays in the game. You know, he got – and on the offensive rebound, he got two free throws and knocked him down. Mm -hmm. And so those are, those are game-changing plays when you're getting the opponent's best players in foul trouble. Yeah, and uh, definitely needed it too because yeah. both Bello and Osibor had four fouls. At one point, you are playing them both on the floor at the same time with yeah, four fouls. Yeah, we had to. That's all you got to do? We did. And it's, you know, to give credit to, you know, Jabril, like nobody even knew he was going to play. Yeah. You know, and nobody really knows, but he even came back with about two minutes left in the game. He went to the emergency room. In the Portland State yeah, game, yeah. and came back with two minutes left, and he's sitting here staring at me on the bench trying to get in the game. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, man, just sit right there. Yeah. You know, but that's what type of competitor he is, and, and he wanted to be there for his teammates, and, and that's why he rushed back to be on the bench and cheer him on. No doubt. Well, we're going to talk to that competitor here in just a you moment. Danny, we're done with you. We're going to move on to Jabril Bello next. You bet. Hey, I want to hear him, too. He's a lot more exciting than me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jabril Bello coming up after this timeout we are on cat chat live from montana's ribbon chop house cat chat is presented by learfield ready to build your brand think inc outside the box for your complete branding solutions located in bozeman montana we offer a full print shop for banners signs wraps trade show booths and graphics promotional products and much more if you can think it we can ink it we are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the msu bobcats like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Working from home has definitely put home projects into overdrive. New landscaping, gardens, patios, and fences. But if you're digging, you're contacting 811. Utility lines, including Northwestern Energies, can be buried even just a few inches underground. And hitting one can be dangerous. The best way to keep you, the community, and your contractor crew safe is by having lines properly marked. Make your request online at least two full business days before you want to dig at call811.com. Town & Country Foods is a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. As a locally owned company, we believe the benefit of buying local helps support the local economies in southwest Montana. Our stores offer great selections of items you need every day, including organics, specialty foods, fresh meats and produce, along with incredible selections from our bakery and deli departments. Town & Country Foods is 100% employee owned and serves southwest Montana with seven locations. Visit your local Town & Country Foods today. Go Cats! The Bobcats are proud to present these preferred local partners in the home service industry as members of Bobcat Bill. Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems, an evolution in comfort has arrived. Bryant, whatever it takes. Carrier Heating and Air Conditioning, confidence is at the heart of everything we do. Carrier, turn to the experts. Mesa Moving and Storage, moving your family soon? Mesa Moving and Storage is here to help. Montana State Athletics encourages our fans to choose these local businesses as they are proud local sponsors and demonstrate what it means to be a Bobcat. We are Bobcat Bill. Bridger Brewing is home to award-winning locally crafted beer and pizza and is proud to support all things Bobcat sports. Open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, last beer served at 8 p.m. and located right across from the Brick Breeden Fieldhouse. Stop by after the game today to enjoy a cold pint of beer and a slice of made-from-scratch delicious pizza. Dine-in service and online ordering for takeout are both available. Check out BridgerBrewing.com and at Bridger Brewing on Instagram and Facebook and stay tuned for updates on our newest adventure in Three Forks, Montana. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at MSU Bookstores, you help lower the price of course materials for Montana State students. MSU Bookstore is owned by MSU students and faculty and serves as the only not-for-profit campus bookstore in Montana. Shop online at msubookstore.org, at Bobcat Stadium on game days, or on campus in the Strand Union Building. Remember, Bobcat fans, when you shop at MSU Bookstore, all proceeds from your purchase go directly to lowering the cost of course materials for Montana State students. Welcome back to Cat Chat. We are live at Montana's Ribbon Chop House. Montana's Ribbon Chop House has been serving Rocky Mountain communities for over 20 years. Our ability to grow has come through our commitment to Rocky Mountain Hospitality, a concept which incorporates a casual attitude with our commitment to loyalty, safety, service, and quality food. We hope you'll be a guest at one of our Montana locations soon. And a great time to be a guest here is every Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m., 
for uh, for Catch Up. We will let you know, though, we will not be doing a show on Valentine's Day. We will do that show the following day, that Wednesday, February 15th. So there is one show that is not on a Tuesday. That will be February 15th. So mark your calendar for that. All right, uh, I'm Keaton Gologly, joined now by uh, Jabril Bello. Jabril, how we doing? How we feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. We're happy to have you here, both uh, at Ribbon Chop House and just in general at Montana State. Yeah, yeah me too. Of course. <laughs> um, all right, let's start. we got to start with a hand injury. Uh, tell us what happened. I, it was hard to see live, and all of a sudden you were just kind of off the floor. What happened on this injury? Um, so Rob, he got a tip on a loose ball, so... I seen it, I tried to die for it. And one of their players that he actually got the steal from, I think he ran the other opposite direction as I reached for the steal because he didn't want to get hit by me. Naturally, I wouldn't so, want to get hit by you either. <laughs> so I think my pinky got stuck either on his leg or something. I, I don't even remember like that, man. But. Yeah. I can't believe that happened, though. Yeah, so it cut the webbing on your finger. Yeah. And so you go back, and Brett looks at it and says, what, you got to go get some stitches? Yeah, I had to. I had to. It was, yeah. I looked at it. So so basically, I didn't even realize at first. It, I felt like a, it felt like a jammed finger. Yeah. Um, so we go into the timeout because uh, it's a media timeout, and he draws up the play. I look at the play, you know, I'm locked in. I just think this whole time my finger's jammed, so right. I can feel it, but I'm, I'm not looking at it. Yeah, it's a normal injury. Yeah, you deal with that all yeah, the time. Yeah, because I always get jammed fingers. <laughs> and um, I come out of the timeout, and then I just look down, and my hand was split open. I oh. said, wow, like, ref, look at this. Like, I couldn't believe it. And Andy came over. Almost made him sick. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Hill, but, yeah. Yeah, he could, he could take that much blood at, one, at once. His so. knees started getting a little wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> and but, so you had to actually leave and go to the ER? Yeah. No, no, I didn't leave, okay. like, the arena. I just went to the bed, and okay. um, I was lucky enough that the doctors could stitch me up. It was a hard place to stitch up. Yeah. So it kind of took longer than... You know, they didn't even know what to do with this. <laughs> we was all in shock just looking at it because, like, it's, I, don't, I don't even know how this happens. Like, Yeah. Know. That's such a weird injury. Yeah. Uh, but then you came back, and, I mean, you looked like you were lobbying Danny. Like, you were ready to go and get back into that game? Yeah, because, to be fair, my hand was all numbed up, so oh. I didn't even feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you're I didn't go even down. feel it. So, you know, I could have I could have easily... You know, gone in the game. Yeah, but you know, boys had opened up a ten-point lead at that point, so yeah. you got to take your deep breath. Yeah. Uh, so, but then you're able to play at Sacramento State. I mean, how did it feel when you were playing there? Um, you know, it's weird because I'm right-handed. Right. But you know, I'm like great. Like I prefer my left hand a yeah. lot. You know, I'm, I was watching some of my clips from before. Like my left hand, I start with my left, and if it's feeling good, then that's when I start using my right. So it was kind of weird playing. I couldn't really catch the ball. I couldn't really pass or dribble. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of difficult. Um, but I knew I had to make an impact. And yeah. I feel like I'm a good play, uh, defensive player. So, you know, I could. there was a lot of things I, I could still uh, do to the game. Yeah, and, you know, you were going up against one of the best big men in the in the conference, uh, yeah. Callum McRae. They're a seven-foot New Zealander. Uh, what was it like battling with him in the post this weekend? Um, it was it was good. You know, he's a good player. Um, it was definitely a challenge. Um, I thought it was good competition, to be honest. You know, if I stayed out of foul trouble, maybe I would have been in there more to guard him, too, because I realized, you know, he's a bigger guy, slower feet. So I, I, I found ways to, you know, attack that as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, this was one of the few games we've actually seen you in, in some foul trouble. For the most part, you've been great. Yeah, I mean, you've yeah. been able to stay on the floor, and that is something we've talked a little bit about um, with great Osapor, because when you guys are on the floor, like, it's hard to beat you. And so when he can stay on the floor, that's obviously a huge advantage. Uh, what have you shared with him? How have you talked to him about kind of staying in, out of foul trouble, staying disciplined? Like, what are some of the words you've shared with him? You know, Grace Young, he's a quick learner, which I love. Yeah. Um, I feel like with me, it's so easy to communicate with Great, you know, because – like, we practically do the same things, you know, we're the same position, kind of. And um, he listens. So I just tell him the rules. You know, he's young. He doesn't know all the rules yet yeah. of, of the post. So, you know, you have to tell him, like, I give him little, like, cheats that I do. 
and I like show it on the court, like you know, like I and then I point to him. I'm like, did you see what I did? You know, like that. And he like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets it, and he, he immediately just does it on the court too, which I love. So, yeah, you know, we just share tips with each other. He tells me what he sees. And I tell him what I see. Yeah, it's been fun watching the way he's continued to grow. Um, and he's such a unique talent. I feel like his footwork is just otherworldly. Yeah. Uh, what do you see from Great? Like, what makes him a special player? Uh, you know, Great, he thinks he's he's Giannis, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got the, the mindset of a guard, kind of. So, yeah. um, you know, as, as long as he chooses to, you know, excel in everything that he does, and, you know, his ceiling is as high as it, it can be. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I want to ask you about a couple of your other teammates, too. I mean, uh, there was a lot of question marks about what the guard play would be this year after the graduations from last season. Darius Brown, Robert Ford have come in, and they've really stabilized things. Uh, tell us what it's like working with Darius Brown. What kind of point guard is Darius Brown? Uh, Darius is great. Um, you know, in the beginning of the season, you know, you, you try and figure him out. Yeah. Because, obviously... We start a conference, and he's doing things that we haven't seen him do yet. Right. You know? So it was just about as time goes on, we grow together. You learn each other's game. And with him, you know, we're older guys, so it's, it's quicker for us to understand certain things about each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what we continue to do. You know, uh, and he sees me a lot. He's giving me e easy buckets, so, you know, I, I, I love, I love Davis. Yeah, man, that's cool. Did you feel like, like, when did it kind of start to click? Like, obviously his stats in Big Sky play are absurd, but I don't know, do you remember any moments where you're like, okay, this is what we can be? Um, you know, I think when you lose games and you, like, figure out why you talk to your teammates, you figure out what you could have done to do better, and then you have to respond to these losses in a positive way. So you can't just immediately look down on each other or look down on your, your game. You just have to like be mature enough to move on and move past the mistakes. And I think once after Canada, spending that time with each other, you know, we know we are a good team. Yeah. But, you know, certain things didn't go away, like certain discipline actions, like getting texts. Yeah. And, you know, just like getting foul calls, like easy, easy foul calls, like holding someone, you know, stuff like that we can cut out. Yeah. And we have older guys, so they, they listen and we, we try and respond and fix like that situation, like, you know, actively. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, you know, when you look at the, the non-conference you guys played this season and you compare it to maybe even some other teams around the big sky, Nobody in this conference played the non-conference schedule you all did, going yeah. all these places, uh, all these road games, all these tough environments. Is that something you guys want? Like, is that something that you guys really enjoy, being able to go into these tough places, even though it's so difficult to get there and go through it all? Like, is it worth it? I credit Sprinkle for this. You know, yeah. he's made us road dogs, and last year it, it made us a lot better. Yeah. Because that's – it's like being away from the home crowd where no one supports you, that means that the group has to be tighter. It has to be like this, not like, you know, apart. Yeah. And we have to come with our own energy. Otherwise, we're, we're going to get smacked. So building that through many role games of losing, winning, it grows character. And now once we're at home, we have, you know, the great fans that we, we do, um, you know, it all clicks and it's just, it's even better. Yeah. So I think playing on the road is just great. Yeah. It really, like, it makes us better, definitely. Yeah, get that whole open hand closed into a yeah. tight fist together. Yeah. Uh, all right, I got to ask you a little bit about Raekwon Battle too, and just what it's like watching it, watching him. I mean, what's it like being teammates with Raekwon? I mean, he do, he's doing things that that you don't see. Like his dunks are crazy. You barely even see that like at the NBA level in some of these games. What's it like playing with Raekwon? Ray is great, man. He's like my best friend on the team. Um, we talk a lot. You know, we're always watching film together. We're talking about basketball, talking about life. And it's crazy to see how he just progresses like that, you know. He's always doing crazy stuff in practice anyway. Yeah. So, like, I do see, you know, like, time when he hit the game winner, I've seen him do that multiple times. Right. I've seen him do crazy-ass threes. I played him in ones. Yeah. And he's making crazy shots, even though I beat him. So, you can, you know, <laughs> you can add that to the list. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, he's, he's my guy. And, like, it's just great to see him 
playing so well without, you know, all the other things that may be in his head that was in his head last year, you know. Yeah, what were some – he kind of talked about it a little bit last week. Just what are some of the things you say to him, especially in those moments? Like, he's the best player, one of the best players on the floor. Other teams are going to come after him and try to get him going. Like, what do you say to help keep his focus on what matters in those big moments? I think Ray listens to me. Yeah. So, like, he he, he feels like I have, you know, a good insight on the on the game. So, when, when I tell him that there's three guys collapsing on him, you know, sometimes he's driving. And when I tell him there's three guys collapsing on him, it makes him realize that maybe that shot doesn't doesn't make sense, yeah. you know. So maybe he should slow down and get to his spots, like like I tell him, and and just slowing down his mind and having someone to tell him that on the court, I think it helps him figure out the game as well, like you know, see it in his eyes, and it slows it down because you know he's he's seeing it himself, like after the fact. Yeah. So I think like it's just. It's just easy to talk to Ray and tell him those things. Yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you're coming up. You're almost at the uh, the end of your career here. Still a lot of basketball left before we uh, step aside. What's next? I mean, what's going to happen? What, what are your goals after uh, after you finish up this year? Uh, well, I'm trying to get a contract. Yeah, so, play overseas you know, or somewhere yeah, anywhere. I'll just go look after my body, yep. you know, stay in the gym, stay focused. You know, hopefully I'll graduate with my master's as well. So yeah. I'm also trying to just – you know, do as much as I can, really, yeah. by the time May comes. Well, there's only been one other time Montana State has won back-to-back -back regular season Big Sky Championships in program history. You got a chance to be a part of something special like that this year? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh, all right, Definitely. I love it. Jabril Bello, everybody. Thank you, Jabril. Yeah. All right, we're going to step aside, and uh, when we get back, we'll turn our attention to the first place Montana State women's basketball team with head coach Trisha Binford joining us after this break. We're at Montana's Ribbon Chop House, and you're listening to Catch At, presented by Learfield. For every peak, valley, and plateau, for every mishap and every adventure, for every Montanan in every season of life, Bozeman Health is here to deliver care with quality, compassion, and respect. Because we see you as more than the patient you are today. We look to what's on the horizon for you and our community over the decades to come. That's Care Beyond Care. Well beyond. Bozeman Health. Great houses start with a sound foundation. That foundation starts with a mortgage with Sarah Kelzer and team at Guaranteed Rate. She is Bozeman's trusted mortgage specialist with 20 years experience that knows the neighborhood. We have great rates and personalized home lending solutions. And our decisions are made quickly so you can move into your dream home sooner. Guaranteed Rate, the foundation of great homes throughout Montana. Call Sarah at 406-580-6604 or apply online. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. Savings if any vary. Sarah Kelzer, NMLS number 4003661. Company NMLS ID 2611. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Ribbon Chop House is a place where quality and perfect execution come together to create exceptional guest experiences. We cast a wide net and welcome folks from all throughout the flyover states to enjoy Rocky Mountain hospitality, certified Angus beef, an approachable Cajun-influenced chop house menu, and an innovative craft cocktail and beer program that salutes the local brewer. We're a growth-minded company and are currently expanding our teams at many of our locations in Montana. Check all open positions by visiting frgjobs.com and apply today. You are a Bobcat fan, and your seat matters. Section 108, right in the middle. And a perfect view of the fast break, alley-oop, and slam dunk. At Kendall Ford Lincoln of Bozeman, we're a proud supporter of Montana State Athletics. We're big fans of teamwork, dedication, and helping customers find the best deal on the perfect vehicle to fit their needs. Where you sit matters, as in the driver's seat. Get started at KendallFordBozeman.com. Kendall, let's start something great. At Montana State University, students shape signature experiences that take them across the state and into local communities. MSU is dedicated to its land-grant mission, integrating transformational learning, discovery, and service that improves lives. You'll find our students teaching across Montana, conducting research in the heart of Yellowstone National Park, or even creating small shelter prototypes to address homelessness. Montana State University. Think outside. Have you missed the familiar sounds of a Montana State basketball game? The squeaking of sneakers? Or the fans cheering? You know you want to be there. You know you need to be there. Conoco is here to get you there. So jump in your car, fill up at Conoco, and be part of the winning experience. 
Don't forget to download and use the My Conoco app to save. Conoco. Choose Go. Proud sponsor of the Montana State Bobcats. Back with Cat Chat live at Montana's Ribbon Shop House. Before we talk with Coach Binford, let's pause 10 seconds for our network station identification. This is Cat Chat. We are live at Montana's Ribbon Chop House for Cat Chat. I'm Keaton Gologly alongside head coach Trisha Binford as we turn our attention to the first place Montana State women's basketball squad. And coach, a heck of a week. Two more wins against Portland State and Sac State in that game on Saturday for first place in front of a great crowd. you got to just be loving this. This is, this is everything you work for, right? I'll tell you what, we love our crowd. Our crowd was uh, desperately needed that game, and uh, that was the loudest the gym's been all season. So yeah. it was an amazing, amazing event. Yeah, that was awesome. And we'll get into the get into that game uh, a little bit but first you know go chronologically here we'll start with that Thursday game against Portland State uh, 64 52 win in this ball game Cola Bad Bear kicked off her tremendous weekend with 17 points six rebounds you guys were a little under the weather so a very short bench only seven players played more than 20 minutes in this game but found a way to get it done well it's a <clears throat> it's the advantage of having a bench that you can survive some of those situations and like you said we weren't at uh, full throttle, but uh, Grace Beasley started for us that night. I thought uh, she was fantastic, really came out, gave us a, gave us a great punch, like you talked about, Cola uh, Bad Bear doing what Cola does. I think going into that second half, I might have t- tapped you on the shoulder, didn't I? And I said, we need we need Bad Bear right now in the second half. Yeah, she's not um, good, yes. And uh, so everybody, Cola's here with us tonight. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Portland State – has really vastly improved. Um, they lead the conference in steals per game in a very extended zone. Looks a little bit like a 1-3-1, then it kind of morphs into a 2-3. And so it was, it was fairly disruptive, but I thought we really started to get our groove in that third, fourth quarter and, uh, and played off the crowd, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, both ends of the floor, that team really came through strong. Yeah, and, you know, uh, going from that game into that Sac State game, you got to win that game in order to put first place on the line against Sacramento State, and obviously not the start you were looking for in those first few minutes. Behind 19-2, to uh, missed the first 12 shots, and we can kind of talk about it because it turned, but, I mean, what were you seeing? What were you thinking of those first few minutes, really most of that first quarter? Well, the, there were some familiarities um, <laughs> from some previous slow starts. You know, we could go back to the NCAA tournament last year where uh, we were kind of ice cold from the beginning against Stanford. We were ice cold the beginning of this year against Arizona State. And with those situations, we took some average early shot, shots. Uh, some were okay. Some just didn't fall. Uh, I felt the same way uh, from some of our offensive shot selection. Some of those are great shots, but some of them we could have – kind of been a little bit greedier to get in a great shot but the defense we first two possessions I thought they earned the three that they got and then they got comfortable and we were just talking over here and when you're kind of a top team we're going to get some teams coming in uh, playing their best basketball and we had some breakdowns defensively and they exposed us and they capitalized on every single one and Fortunately for us, uh, they have a short bench. They have a tight bench, got a little bit colder in that second half, and that's when we started chipping away. Well, even though, you know, the, there were some defensive <laughs> mistakes there, it still felt like even as the game went on, the defense was the reason you were able to get back into this game. I mean, think about all of the tips and the steals and those types of things that kind of got that offense going. Felt like that, even though it was a struggle early, was also the thing that kind of turned it around. For sure. You know, um, I go back to Grace Beasley again. Uh, she led us in deflections for that game. She came in, gave us a great spark. I just remember kind of a, uh, a possession where we put the ball pressure we needed to have with her and Darian in that mix uh, on a drop action, and we got the steal and kind of got out and running. And sometimes you can get those easy buckets off of a stop, get your crowd going, and get uh, easy in transition. Uh, can really start catapulting uh, uh, some momentum swings, and we were certainly able to do that. We felt some some good things happening and developing before half, but really we had to break break the game down. Uh, it wasn't going to be coming all in one possession, and we had a ways to go, but um, a lot of back and forth and a lot of great defense like you talked about, but it had to be disruptive. 
Yeah, and, you know, still, you didn't get your first lead in this game until, what, five minutes left, Leobidi hitting some big free throws. So even though you're kind of still going, it takes a lot of effort and energy just to erase a bigger deficit early on in that game. So had to be nice, even though some people were a little under the weather earlier in the week, to have that depth and have those legs at the end of the game after coming back from a big deficit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the third quarters have been really critical for us. We've had some games where... We've just not been good at, at the third quarter at all. And then all of a sudden, the stretch that we've been playing a lot better, the third quarters have been a major key for us. So that's where our depth has really showed. And it starts uh, uh, kind of presenting itself in that second half. But uh, I'll tell you what, that's the loudest that crowd has ever yes. been. I, I feel when we took that first lead and we kind of raised our hands and the crowd got on top of it, I thought it was a big difference for us to kind of continue um, going back and forth because Sac State didn't go away. They, it right. still kept going back and forth. But in that moment, you know, you knew once you cut it, uh, got it into that single digits, okay, this is a ball game we can take care of now. Yeah, I mean, it was about 2,200 <laughs> or so there. And, yeah, they totally rose up in that moment right after taking that lead and as you're getting close. And you guys got to really feel that you because you kind of mentioned it. As it starts to build, the crowd starts to build with it. And that's just so important in these moments because it does. It puts pressure on Sac State because they're feeling confident. But when it starts getting loud like that, that's when you can really start tightening up. For sure, yeah. They tighten up. We play out the crowd. We got the energy. We got the momentum. And, uh, you know, sometimes where you're coming from behind, you have to be the aggressor in all facets. And we we're able to do that and play off of that. Um, but, you know, like you said, it wasn't ever like you felt like this game was out of reach. It was just like, okay, when are we going to start just kind of getting into some flow and kind of hit some threes in that third quarter, really started getting going there. Um, but that crowd was a factor, and I felt the crowd was engaged even from the start and just ready to be involved. And, and uh, you give them one hand signal, this crowd knows exactly <laughs> what to do. That's what I love about Bozeman and our community. Uh, they were fantastic. And, and like you said, we weren't feeling uh, 100% even though we had our numbers back. But we, we had a lot of discussion on that. We can either not feel great or we can find a way to have a lot better ball pressure and, and get the energy we need to to get this win. Yeah, you know, on the offensive end in this game, obviously the, the missed, uh, missed field goals early in this game. But if you subtract that early run in this game, you finished the ball game going 22 of 40. So you ended up shooting 55% once you finally caught that drought uh, or ended that drought. What did you see from the offense when the moments were big and, and how you kind of started to get that offense rolling? Yeah, I think when you get some stops and get out in transition, this team is at, at its best in that first 10 seconds when they're really just sharing the ball and uh, making each other look good, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I thought Darian White had a really great day for us um, leading the helm, you know, obviously getting her in the ball screen and attacking the middle the floor and the paint but then Leah Beatty I thought came in and gave us a very strong day and it was just kind of putting her in some isolation plays but just the flow of the offense and the team and how we moved that ball um, it, it changed and your tempo picks up you're crashing uh, we crashed the right way we moved the ball the right way we got second sides and you know that's when it's and, and then your defense picks up when you're having some of that success too. So just it was uh, exciting to see us make that transition because earlier in the season, you know, we didn't come back from that deficit. So I felt like this team grew up a lot that day. Yeah, and, you know, we're going to talk with Cola Badbeer here uh, in just a moment. But it's so much fun watching her and Lexi Deaton go to work. And also the way, um, you know, when the guards are getting penetration, you see the defense key in on them. They just know how to find that big inside. The interior passing, even though it's a three, you know, maybe a three or four foot pass, it really threads the needle. That part of the, the game just, I mean, it's beautiful. It's so much fun to watch. I'll tell you what, that chemistry is special. You know, post to post there, um, they've been developing that. Um, I even go back to the Idaho State game. Uh, but our post play, our, our offense, our motion offense is actually designed to go through the post. Uh, they're typically our reversals. They're the ones making a lot of those decisions. You know, the thing starts with uh, Darian and Grace up top and a lot of ball screen. But to get the ball reversal and second sides and, and to attack double teams, they're regularly seeing a lot of double teams in the post play. And we have to face up and we have to cut off of that. They can really find those open players. I think that's just a maturity and a patience that they're really developing. Um, but they definitely know where to find each other. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk with Cola Bad Bear here in a second, but uh, Coach Trisha Binford, appreciate the time and the insight today. Thanks a lot. All right, that's uh, head coach Trisha Binford, and coming up next, we'll talk with uh, Cola Bad Bear. Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Shop their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Shop in-store at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shopmsubobcats.com. Go Cats. All right, we're taking a break. We're sitting in Montana's Ribbon Shop House, and you're listening to Cat Chat, presented by Field. 
Down and Country Foods is a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. As a locally owned company, we believe the benefit of buying local helps support the local economies in southwest Montana. Our stores offer great selections of items you need every day, including organics, specialty foods, fresh meats and produce, along with incredible selections from our bakery and deli departments. Town and Country Foods is 100% employee owned and serves southwest Montana with seven locations. Visit your local Town and Country Foods today. Go Cats! Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at MSU Bookstores, you help lower the price of course materials for Montana State students. MSU Bookstore is owned by MSU students and faculty and serves as the only not-for-profit campus bookstore in Montana. Shop online at msubookstore.org, at Bobcat Stadium on game days, or on campus in the Strand Union Building. Remember, Bobcat fans, when you shop at MSU Bookstore, all proceeds from your purchase go directly to lowering the cost of course materials for Montana State students. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. outside the box for your complete branding solutions. Located in Bozeman, Montana, we offer a full print shop for banners, signs, wraps, trade show booths and graphics, promotional products, and much more. If you can think it, we can ink it. We are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the MSU Bobcats. Like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Ambient Air Solutions wants to take a moment to show our gratitude and to say thank you. Thank you to our frontline workers. Thank you to our doctors, nurses, and EMTs. Thank you to all the volunteers. And thank you to the Gallatin County community. Ambient Air Solutions is so grateful for your support for over 12 years. We are so blessed to live in such a beautiful place. Ambient Air Solutions is here for all your heating and cooling needs. Call us at 406-577-1818 to schedule your service today. Ambient Air Solutions, simplifying heating and cooling. When a power line has fallen down, it can be downright dangerous and even deadly. That's because downed lines can still energize the ground and objects around them. To help keep you and others safe, Northwestern Energy says stay at least 35 feet or the length of a semi-truck away from a downed power line and anything the line is touching. You should always assume the line is live. And if you see a downed line, immediately call 911 and warn others. Northwestern Energy, delivering a bright future. The Bobcats are proud to present these preferred local partners in the home service industry as members of Bobcat Bill. Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems, an evolution in comfort has arrived. Bryant, whatever it takes. Carrier Heating and Air Conditioning, confidence is at the heart of everything we do. Carrier, turn to the experts. Mesa Moving and Storage, moving your family soon? Mesa Moving and Storage is here to help. Montana State Athletics encourages our fans to choose these local businesses as they are proud local sponsors and demonstrate what it means to be a Bobcat. We are Bobcat Bill. We are back one final time at Montana's Ribbon Chop House for Cat Chat. So we're into our final second segment, but uh, save the best for last. I'm Keaton Gologli alongside uh, Cola Bad Bear. Cola, how we doing? How we feeling? Oh, we're doing good. Ready to get on the road tomorrow. Yes, yeah. It's going to be uh, Road Warriors here this month, huh? Yep, yep. Yeah, how do you handle that? I mean, it's, you know, it's not easy. It is what it is. Everybody has to deal with it. But I don't know. Do you have any tips or tricks? What do you tell the freshmen to kind of handle all the travel in this league? Oh, man, honestly, just to prepare your planners, especially with semester starting and having to get ahead on what days we're going to be missing and letting professors know, I think it's just important to get those weeks straight on from January before we start because once you hit February, man, you're gone every other week and it just catches up to you. Yeah, for sure. And so what are you studying? What are you getting your degree in? Where are you at right now with that? Yeah, uh, I am majoring in community health with a minor in human development and I am in between whether I want to get my master's in behavior analyst or go to graduate school to get my doctorate as an occupational therapy therapist. Okay. So what can you do with that? Like, how do you want to use those degrees? Um, I specifically want to work with children between the ages 2 and 12 at, like, a pediatric therapy clinic. And honestly, like, anywhere would be really cool. But um, specifically, children with additional needs would be what with but yeah. okay then you want to stay in montana or you want to want to go out somewhere else um uh, i would probably stay in montana just because i'm really close with my family yeah 
Um, but it would be cool to travel like maybe like two weeks or three weeks or even just go to like a third world country and like do some volunteer work over the summer. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Well, yeah. you know, uh, it wasn't volunteer work when you guys went to Hawaii or anything like that, but it's still uh, a chance to interact with, you know, young kids, with yeah. the youth, other other young girls, uh, soon to be women. Uh, yep. What was that experience like, especially when they get an opportunity to see you out and what you all can do when you, uh, when you do get an opportunity at the D1 level like this? Yeah, honestly, it was so cool. And and just like such a great reminder of how lucky we are and how fortunate we are um, and just going to this university and from this community it was so cool to talk to them just because I remember conversations like they were just like oh you're from the states like we've never been or yeah. like you know asking them where they want to go they're like anywhere in the states like we've <laughs> never left the island and just for me it was like my first time there so I had a lot of questions for them as well and so it was just so fun to connect with their culture and their community and who they are as people and just to hear their aspirations was just very humbling and just like a great reminder of why I do what I do. Yeah, definitely. What was it like for you when you were uh, a young girl? I mean, here you are now, you're a leader on this team, a leader in the community, having these opportunities. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It's special. And there were a lot of people who did trail trail in order for you to have these opportunities uh so what do you remember when you were uh, a young girl a young uh, young athlete what yeah. were some of the uh, the role models you had and, and and who were some of the people maybe that that motivated you to reach these these heights yeah um i mean for me specifically just growing up and watching like shoni and jude schimmel who played at louisville for their collegiate careers um, they had this documentary as their mom was the coach and they're for high school and they grew up on this reservation and so super cool to see and watch specifically, especially because I'm from the reservation and just seeing like them like do it. It's like, oh, you know, like I can do it too. Um, and just like this little native girl, you know, from the Crow Res, like just thinking and dreaming big and wanting to travel. And I knew my way to do that was probably with the athletic scholarship and basketball. And that's something that my dad had started a very young age and I had two older sisters so we were always outside whether that was playing softball you know riding bikes cross country or basketball and so it's just kind of been in the competitive field um, and being the youngest of two things I had to kind of make my own mark because I was always smaller um, but so I think just that just kudos to like my siblings and my dad for putting me into sports and then just watching like Shoni and Jude were two specific people that I looked up to and continued to throughout high school because I watched them go overseas and play a couple years of WNBA and now they have their own books and so it's pretty cool to uh, look at and just to think back to how, what I looked up to as a kid and then just hoping I can do the same for young girls. Yeah, no doubt. That stuff is really cool. And yeah, you mentioned growing up on the reservation, now having an opportunity to play here. You know, Raekwon Battle grew up on a reservation as well. Now he's a star here playing D1 hoops. Um, you know, how do you feel Montana State is a place for uh, for natives, Native Americans and, and indigenous people who can come here? How does Montana State support you and, and kind of help uplift your culture and where you come from? Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's pretty special having coaches like Coach Ben who highlight and admire just me outside of basketball and as a person and who I am so it's just really easy for me just to go to her and like just she's wanting and so open to things that I aspire outside of basketball and for my community especially um, and I think it's easier too because coming into Montana State University um, I knew there was going to be quite a few Native Americans that attended, but I had not known there was like clubs and organizations for it. And there's actually like American Indian Council that's super big on campus and they just have like their now with the new building, the American Indian Hall. Um, so it's super big and it's just like this huge like student common area where anyone is welcome and they just have like food sources and they just have a bunch of activities going on um, every day, like late at night, early in the morning. They practice cultural traditions like we smudge if we want they pray for us they have like all the flags of all the different tribes in Montana and just over like whatever um, states from different reservations that kids come and I think that just kind of gives me a sense of community of being back home too as well because I get to talk with other people who know my language know my culture who are also from the same reservation um, so it's a pretty easy transition for me um, and then just having all they say like my teammates who just remind me a lot of my sisters <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool to be able to hear how that's so uplifted and you have a place where you can practice that culture and make mm -hmm. sure that it's it's rich and you know it down to the T so you can continue yep. to pass it on. Yeah. 
Um, I do also want to talk about something maybe on a little bit more on the negative side as well. Uh, we do have a couple of the games coming the awareness game, so no more stolen relatives. Awareness game is this Saturday for the men. No more stolen sisters game is coming up on February 11th when you guys host uh, Idaho State. Uh, what do these games mean to you, and and what do these organizations uh, mean to you as well? Yeah, um, I mean it's pretty big to have the men's basketball team particip participating in this this year, especially, um, and it just means a lot for me from like having or feeling like the support from MSU athletics and the community in general because a lot of people are touched by basketball, whether that's just Bozeman fans or just across all of Montana. And so it's super cool that they get to highlight this issue that needs more awareness, especially with seven reservations in Montana. A lot of, not a lot of people know um, how many people or like reservations are in Montana. And so to highlight this issue, like people are more aware and can look out for that. Um, so it's pretty special. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad we're going to give you that, Mike. It's definitely more than basketball, and can't wait to see how the rest of this February finishes for you. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Awesome. Cola Bad Bear, appreciate the time and looking forward to the rest of the season. All right, so that will uh, wrap things up. So the men are home this weekend. Women are on the road at Northern Arizona and Northern Colorado. Thank you to uh, head coach Danny Sprinkle, Trisha Binford, Jabril Bello, and... Uh, uh, and Cola Bad Bear as well. For Will Gordon, this is Keaton Galogli saying so long, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. This has been Cat Chat presented by Learfield. You've been listening to Cat Chat with Danny Sprinkle and Trisha Binford, presented by Montana's Rib and Chop House. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Bobcats Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig inspiring kid confidence.